When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good evening and welcome to the Tills live at the Albany. Before I introduce everyone, I want to sing my favourite song, and we don't hear it enough on the terraces. One, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five nil. It's always my favourite. I love that. And I think we need to get it back on the terraces. I'll make a move for that. Tonight, we're joined... You know, I heard a brilliant song. Has anybody seen that song, As Piliqueta, but Basingua, but better? No, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. brilliant. As Piliqueta, Basingua, but better. It's just <laughs> brilliant. Good. Well, and the Batshuayi one is good as well. I've not isn't heard it? that one. What's that one? A few people try Bat to get Shuai, that one. Batshuayi, the way I like it. Uh huh, uh huh. Batshuayi, the way I like it. Uh huh, uh huh. That's that's my magic one. So it's good. We get on a winning streak and we start coming up with good songs. Anyway, that voice, you know it. It's Mr. Andy Saunders. Hello. And next at the table is our historian, the esteemed one, the one who is steeped in all knowledge blue. It is Mr. Rick Glanville. And then finally, we have a man who played for Chelsea, who's written one of the finest books about being not just a footballer, a person growing up through the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. He's still here. Please give a warm welcome to Mr. Paul Canavel. So I suppose there's only one way to start this, and that's to have a little chat about the Everton game. I do have to say, last week, I think I was the only one who went brave with predictions. What did you go, 2-0? 3-0. Oh, right. I went 3-0, and that was, if you'd listened longer, you'd have found out it was my half-time prediction. Um, 
Okay, maybe not. <laughs> it's it's going to work occasionally, isn't yeah, it? Occasionally, you know, a bit of yeah. lunacy. But, um, I mean, how did you see it? You go to the games, don't you, Paul? I do now. I'm working at the hospitality. It's funny, every time I go in the boxes, they always ask, give us a score, give us a score, Paul. And I watch them. And I still watch them. And then I say, look, depending on who we're playing, and for, for instance, Saturday, Everton, and I know they always usually give us a tough time. So I wasn't too kind. I thought maybe 2-1 or 3-1. And that was it for me at home. So I was kind of surprised with that 5-0. <laughs> yeah, winning, drubbing. And trust me, there was enough Evertonians in the box. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to go back and obviously say hello. You know what I mean? Nah, you don't want to push it too much. But no, what a great win. Um, I went, unbelievable. I went 2-0 and I thought I was being confident. You were. I thought I was being cocky yeah. going 2-0. I'm still in the I'll take a draw phase at the moment after last year, <laughs> to be honest. You know? I still can't, every game I'm, I'll take a draw. You know, I was amazed. I'll tell you what was amazing about that game was the plaudits that we got on Match of the Day. I mean, could you stuff. believe that? You know, yeah. John Watson says it was the greatest performance by a player in the Premier League era. And, and Paul Scholes nearly said a whole sentence, they were brilliant. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that much come out of his mouth that made so much sense. Gary Lineker said it was breathtaking and magical. And, you know, I mean, it was, it was amazing. We don't, we don't normally get that kind of... Yeah. I don't know if that's because people are softening towards us post-Mourinho. I wonder if that's uh, a reason behind it. I think it. there are two, two bits of praise I heard uh, after that performance that actually eclipsed even Motti saying it was the best performance he's ever seen. One was Kuman himself coming out and saying it's the, the strongest team playing 3-4-3 four, three, four, three that he'd ever seen. He played in Barcelona's 3-4-3 three, three team in 92. Mm. You know, Cruyff's side, the one that built the temple that everyone now worships at that is Barcelona. And the other one was a gooner in the pub that I go to and watch football who's more often offering me out than anything else. Who... <laughs> who singled me out while I was watching, watching that debacle of Watford against Liverpool and said he could not believe the football Chelsea played. This is an Arsenal, died in a war Arsenal fan. He said it's the most amazing performance he'd seen in years. And he said better than anything that he's seen from Arsenal for years and years and years. Now, <laughs> he did disappear off to the toilet after that, and I don't know what kind of stuff he was, substances he was <laughs> taking when he was in there. That's why he keeps offering you out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Andy's right, this is, it's unfamiliar to us, particularly after last season. But I think we have to accept that it's only five, five games it's into it, this, yeah. exactly. and it might all change. But at the moment... System. It is looking so, so good. But such a great system. But let's just look no. at those five games. Five games, five wins, 16, 16 scored, yeah. none conceded. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what a turnaround. I mean, I mean, the change of a formation has done this. It's incredible. Well, and what, what's interesting is that the pundits before the Everton game were saying, well, it's very interesting to see them playing, you know, because really it's counter-attacking football. It's you not, know, It's not counter-attacking. It, well, uh, Everton is the pure example of how that was not counter-attacking yeah. football. It was like going, you know what, we're going to play some football. If you want to hang around and watch a bit, that's absolutely fine with us. Apart from most of the Everton fans did leave by the 65th minute. So I don't know if any were left in your boxes, if you pardon the expression. But, um, you know, it's, it was... The food was nice. <laughs> but, but it was a, a masterclass. And you have to look at what Conte's doing. I think, somebody asked me this, what did I think of Conte as a manager? And I said, well, I think he is one of those... We've heard about these great tacticians who alter games and setups and things... We're already seeing in this short period of a season, 
he's looking at what other sides may do and he's altering the way he plays. And sometimes with exactly the same 11 players, they're doing things in a slightly different way to combat whatever may come at them. You don't play counter-attacking football when you've got over 60% of the possession. Do you know I mean, we dominated that game from, from back to front. We are playing slightly differently against different sides. Against yeah. Southampton... We only had 40% of the possession. We did play slightly more on the back foot against Southampton. We played more, more aggressively against Everton. He is adapting the team to play you know, various, various other teams. And I, I like that because I found under Mourinho and to a degree under Hiddink, there was a rigidity to that yeah. um, structure where it was 4-2-3-1. You will play the in same. this way. You will you know, fit that square peg into yeah. that round hole. And he is playing players to their strengths which I think is a major factor you know the players that we're seeing that you know that I put my hand up that you know I'm one of the people that have looked at players like Matic and thought is it over for him but yeah. he's reinvigorated him because he's playing in his right position he's put players next to him right. to support him Hazard's another great example of a player that's you know been played in the right way he doesn't have to track he's got Kante doing all his running for him okay. and it's absolutely you know paying dividends to see for example Azpilicueta on the right side of the but pitch it's, it's just great great to see players in their right position. What well, I was going to say that I, can, I noticed that the players are now looking more comfortable yeah. and an individual I'm just watching like you mentioned was um, Moses mm. and we've loaned him out. How many clubs mm. we loaned him out and I thought that he was a brilliant player in the, when the first game there. I think give him a chance but I think it was his confidence but what we've seen now that he can defend and he can attack the line and he's Influence in a game. His decision making improved oh, massively. Unbelievable. And Pedro, I think, is adjusted now because I thought there was a difference with Pedro, and I thought, mm, are we too sure mm. about him? And now he seems to adjust. And so we've got the front there with Costa, um, Eden, and Pedro, and the midfield, oh, unbelievable. There so was a moment at the end of the first half when Pedro and Costa but, burnt off the defence between yeah. them. It was, it was breathtaking. Oh, it was genuinely breathtaking. And, you but know, as you said, and he should have done better to score. Five it, games, yeah. just five games. Yeah, Let's not yeah. be too excited. If it continues, all the best. The okay. interesting thing, I think, from a man management, man management perspective is that Conte carried on what he'd inherited. Similar personnel, same system, almost as if the, he wanted the players to realise that what they had been doing before was wrong. Was he kept wrong, yeah. that system for a yeah. few matches and then it was so bad at half-time against Arsenal that he legitimately introduced a, a completely mm. you know, three at the back at half-time at Arsenal and we haven't considered a goal since. Right. The system that he knows very well, he clearly interpreted it as one that would minimise the weaknesses of the individuals that he would prefer to play mm. and maximise... Uh, their assets, their advantages. And if you look at the way that... Uh, we were talking in, um, before this about Eden Hazard and how effective he's already exceeded his goals total from the whole of last season and he's very close to getting what he did the season before. Yeah. I mean, that was his fifth, fifth goal in four games. Yeah, mm. he's playing much more centrally. They're playing like inside forwards, him and Pedro, mm. not wide, not wingers. Yeah, yeah. He's not getting fouled as much. And that's ah. a really interesting thing because... Is it because where he's in a danger area now where opponents don't want to foul him because yeah. they're going to give away a penalty, free kick, get a yellow card? Same, uh, same with Pedro. And Alonso and, uh, uh, and Moses, Moses, as you're saying, target, as yeah. fullbacks, they're the wingers now in that system. Wings. It's a, like an old-fashioned 2-3-5 system. The question is, that's the 11 that is playing week in, week out. What happens with suspensions, injuries? Do we have the personnel to carry that system on? You know, it's uh, a question. Further. Well, I think I think we've seen with the West Ham Cup game where he drafted people in to to fit 
the shape, we don't have the depth of squad. It would be the thing that could mess us up. But, you know, have an injury-free season, then fine. But I, I agree with you. In January, think, you know, January. We've, we've got some players who don't fit into the system at the moment. Could William play could that? Sell them could William play that wing-back role? I think he can. I don't think, he, I don't think, he's, I don't think he's got the... Uh, the engine to get back, get back like again. Moses had. I think Moses I think is he's playing exceptionally. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think William's I got think a hell of an engine. Adjust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm just wondering where William fits into that squad now. You know, I mean, because Pedro is. It would be harsh to take Pedro out now, wouldn't it? I mean, well, he's been. Yeah, but this is another bit, bit of great man management that we're getting from Conte. He's gone. You know, you know, and we all feel for William and what he's gone through at home and everything. Um, and he suddenly is out of the picture. Conte moves Pedro in, and he's obviously gone when Williams come back. And says. Nothing I can do. You know, he's playing really well. It's not the case of, you know, like Tottenham, because well, they haven't John got Terry many players, well. you know, they put Kane straight back mm. in. We, we, he really wants to make people realise, if you're in there and you're playing well, you're not going out. And I, I, that is the only way to play. I think he's an old-fashioned manager in certain ways, in that he instills a confidence and a belief in the players and gets them playing for him in a different kind of way than Mourinho. We look at those two terrible results against Arsenal and Liverpool. Do we we look back on them now as a bit of a blessing, as, as giving him a mandate to go out there and change things? Because I think, you know, people may have insisted that they just keep doing the same thing after that. But mm. after those two disastrous games, he yeah, went, I'm going to stop. I'm going to do my one now. So, yeah. so we look back on that, I think, at the end of the season, if things go in the right way. And may turn around and say they're pivotable tipping points. Well, us. and also the one added thing, there was three things. It was JT being injured and it was those two games. Because JT being injured, when everyone was a bit rocky after those results, it didn't matter. Conte said at halftime against Arsenal, right. I've seen what you can do your way. Now we'll do it my way. Yeah. So there's no worries about having to move JT aside and say, sorry, mate, you know, and all the fans not sure about Conte going, how can you do that to our captain? It works seamlessly. I think he is, you know, the great Caesar for me. I think he's a political <laughs> m- mastermind. I think he's got everything worked out so well and knew how it could break down and it's worked to a T. So John Terry came on in the 84th minute to great acclaim, um, and, and that's very much an ambassadorial substitute, substitution. Yeah. And played him on the left, didn't let him go in the middle. Yeah, uh, interesting. Mm. I mean, why, why did he do that? Why did he bring him on, do you think? I mean, was it just to give the fans a lift and oh, celebrate and let, make from, him part of it? He's back from injury. It gives someone a break and, and he, you know... Six it's minutes. The, it's the, well, six minutes is a lot. Trust me. Nothing. I'm joking. Trust me. Six minutes a lot. Well, when you're coming back from injury, back. especially. Yeah, of course it is. When you want to be in, in amongst the game, don't get me wrong. As you're seeing it on the outside and the team playing so well, to give them the chance, they might have it's five or two. You get on that pitch and you soak it in. And even coming the next reserve game, if he goes through that, then he's in contention. Trust me. But what we're seeing now, Conte's got it on spot on. He's got it spot on. How do you feel, as a player, how do you feel when, like, a John Terry is treated in that way, mm. like, as it seems, like, as any other squad member? Does that make you feel good or, you, you know, yeah. the manager well, of treats course. everyone equally it, like that? That's what it is. You just said it, equally, evenly. Um, and to respect that the team is playing well without me. 
you've got to take that and we're getting results. How could you say, well, look, I know what I can do and you know mm. what I can do. You've got to put me in there. I'm no, a legend. Yeah. The club, the team is doing tremendous. The system is playing tremendous. His time will be given and when we've got an injury, you know, when Terry comes in, if it's at the central half of the back. But yeah, he, I think he's got to accept that and Conti's the manager and that's what I think every player realises. When, when you look at those players out there now, Paul, and you look at the intensity that they play at and the level they play at, is, do you look at that and think that's very different to when I played? Of course. Because the pitches were different totally and the, different. You know, the, the, whole, the whole system um, was different. That system. Don't get me wrong. No disrespect to Josie. Um, and he played the system for how long? And it, it came down to really teams reading the system. Yeah, exactly. That's what it came down to yeah. the end. So with this content coming in, don't get me wrong, as you said, the start of the game, we play as you lot play, and it wasn't working. Now we're going to change it. And they have adjusted to it. And they're comfortable. I said, well, I feel, I could see them in every one of them. They're comfortable. And the system with Josie was that he wanted everybody behind the ball. And that doesn't gel to everybody. With, with Conte, wing-backs, I love that wing-back. If I was given a chance that I could just attack and come out, what? Anyway, that's me. But um, as I said, what I'm saying, Lonzo and um, what Moses are doing, oh, he's just brought him out and I've seen a different player in, Mo- in Moses. You see, you see it in uh, uh, the number of like uh, blind passes that off the cuff little flicks and yeah. things that they play where they don't look around for someone they know that they know now there. The, the, that sort of the matrix of that system is, is really working he's exactly. got to be there yeah. you know what I mean well I think he's got this, I've come up with this theory that he's making players in certain parts of the pitch players pairs so yeah. that mm. actually there are partnerships, know there where, are yeah. partnerships yeah. all over the yeah. pitch, whether it's Matic and Luis, whether it's yeah. Moses and But Petro we said last week, well, Alonso has no friends. No, but that because he does the work of two men half the time on that. Because he's doing hazard, all hazards running but for him. Absolutely. He, he absolutely makes Hazard able to do what he's doing yeah. at the moment. I mean, young it's lad. extraordinary. What's the name? The young lad, Con- is it Kante? Kante, yeah. yeah. Angola oh, Kante. Yeah. Angola Kante. That yeah. was the boy we needed. We needed him for a long time. A yeah. long while. I agree. I think, I think winning I, and he can pass. I That's think he's been. Well, he can pass. He's been and he gets incredible since he came in. Incredible. Yeah, we've needed that player for a long while. Yeah. And yeah. what's interesting is he's he's evolved as a lot of these players yeah. have already in only a handful of games. Agreed. You've seen Kante do things that you yeah. just haven't seen him do, say, all last year with Leicester. So yeah, I, I think there is something about Conte that they've all bought into. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to say about that Everton game: they were no mugs. Only Spurs had conceded less goals in the Premiership than them this season. Right. You know that they, uh, you know, they were very, very solid defensively yeah. coming into this team. It wasn't as if we were playing some it's their worst defeat for seven years. Yeah, it's the um, uh, what was the, the stat I had? Everton had conceded five or more goals in a Premier League game for the first time since shipping six against Chelsea in August two thousand and fourteen. Mm. Yeah, I mean, go luck. Yeah, and, 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 you know, I mean, you just look at some of those goals. I mean, it was insane. I mean, the, there were 23 passes in the build-up for Eden Hazard's second goal. The most before a goal in the Premier League this season. Yeah. yeah this I, I kept rewinding it to count. This isn't Chelsea, when we were taking five or six touches on the ball that? and giving the ball away last season. So that's, that's what gives the lie to this myth that Chelsea are a counter-attacking side. Under Conte, we're not counter-attacking. He vehemently... Uh, defends us on, on that count when people say oh you know Chelsea sit back and then try and hit on the break that's not the way that, 23 passes that went forward back across sides and 
last year it was frustrating because we were yeah. playing it sideways, sideways, and never Movement. landing a punch. Now we are doing that. And men in the box because we got runners that's from the, midfield. That's the key thing about those. It's what you were saying, Paul, about Jose front. wanted everybody behind the ball. Did. Conte wants runners from midfield. Delay the runs and so forth. But yeah, yeah, this is a different side, and I'm loving it. I'm not even getting that many calls from like Arsenal boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. What do you think? And they've already beaten us once this season. They're still you. a bit scared. What do you, what do you think about Costa, Paul? What do, you, what, what, what do you think when you look at him? I like him. Um, I like him so much, to be honest. Um, he just needs to stay on the pitch. What do you like about yeah. him? What, what yeah. qualities do you like about oh, him? Oh, he holds on. Look, I saw what he did on um, Saturday. He was holding Skills. the ball. He turned and he took on. This is a mm. very tall lad. Mm. He took on and I thought, whoa, it's a very big lad. He ain't got that much speed, but he went away yeah. from him. And that was in the centre half. And I went, this boy seems a lot more comfortable. Mm. And this season, I think the rails is where Conte is given to him. Say, look, you're an influence. You stay on the pitch. You help the team. You can go further. And much, that's much, what he's doing. How much credence do you give to this idea that a striker has to have presence on the pitch? A striker's the main striker with Contis and with the boy. Um, last season, we saw him get angry very easily, and they knew how to wind him up, and therefore we saw him sent off or taken off. This year, I don't, hopefully, we won't see that too much. I expect him to be... He's our main man. Do you I'm see the disgraceful challenge by... Seamus Coleman in the. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. no. Well, we said at the time. Re- what was his reaction? That was from last. That was from last season. They what? had a they had a ding dong last season. They did. They? Right, right. But you see uh, the difference in this year's now. Costa. He he didn't. He get just a few stayed going. injured. He yeah. just said, "I'll hurt you with football." There you yeah. go. But it was. Yeah, it was a really bad challenge. Should have been. Do the ac- do the accent. <laughs> he has, he's mate. had more. He's had a hand in more goals than any other Premier League player this season. Nine goals and three assists. You know, he's head and shoulders. Maybe he's talking about Aguero. I mean, Aguero's a special player. But I don't think he brings as much to the game as Costa does. I mean, Costa can start with like a midfield. Aguero, he can hold the ball up. He can. I, I like him as well. I mean, but look, I yeah. think he has so much more to his game. He's but, aerially strong. Yeah. He's just, but you know... Conte yeah. has altered him as, as well. a player. He's, he's done something with him. Because his first touch for the last year or so has not been good. Now it's absolutely brilliant. He's taking it under control, and turning around on. the ball and yeah. then passing it. Mm. I mean, he, Different, different, totally different. So do you think that... Even when a player's been playing for years and years, it's possible for a manager to come in and go, I can change you. Of course it does. A manager will pick you to a side and look, I know what you can do better. And if you're working on that, truthfully, yeah, you'll see a change in a player. When you came up from, we'll talk about this when we come and do the, the little conversation with you, when you came up from Hillingdon Borough in 1981 and you signed for Chelsea, yeah. uh, what, did, what was the step up for you? What did the manager say he wanted from you? For me, don't, all right, in Hillingdon, it was always like the young boy. I was on the left, pull, get the ball, get down to the box and supply the strikers ball. I said, okay, that was cool. And I did that. And everybody noticed that. Where at Chelsea, we learned a lot on the training ground. It was controlling the ball, coming back, getting it deep from a defender and taking it down the line and looking inside and getting in the box when the attacker was on the right. And I was doing that, boy, this is good. <laughs> and I could change over. I never used to change over to the right because I was always left-footed. Mm. So I was always fearing, like, oh, that's using the right. I'm not very good at that. And they would notice it. But the confidence was, I can go over. And did the manager give you that confidence? And the manager gave me that. And then the players in that. And we can change it. Because I didn't know we could change. I swear, Lord, I didn't know we could change over. <laughs> <laughs> so it's only when we, Pat said, Cannon's man, come over. I said, ah, oh, I can change over. And Pat was on the left. And it was so different. Because, yeah, I'm seeing it different here. And I'm right, bam. But, yeah, oh, I learned a lot. And have you had managers that have, have sucked your confidence out of you? Nah. 
No, um, no, no. Because um, I mean, a lot. Of, there's a lot John of talk Neal about how was great for me. Don't right. get me wrong, and he took me plainly to one side and told me what more I can do, and a bit confident in box because I wasn't very confident when it come to one on one, not one on one scoring. Mm. Like, I swear, Lord, I could have done so much. Um, but then, all right, taking over from John Hollins, it wasn't up too much really coming <laughs> from John Hollins at the time, and no disrespect to him, I just. Maybe I just thought he wasn't man management. And that's my point. Yeah, that's my point. There were some managers can get things out of you and others player, can't. It's yeah. great as a player, as players yeah. in the talk. Yeah, Canazan, but as man management, that wasn't at all. And his assistant, that didn't help any Wally. Yeah, at all. Um, and yet that probably didn't help the team at all. I mean, if I look at the players, sorry, I just, I'm on a roll here. Uh, I just on the, uh, I look at the players that you played with in that Chelsea side, and the one player that really stands out is Pat Nevin, oui. as a as a naturally gifted player. Do you think Pat would have fitted into this Chelsea side, into oh, this man. setup? I think so, definitely. Um, the standard of football that Pat used to play as close control, and if the person defend, would you put him in ahead of Pedro? Um, you know what, Pedro's quick. And that's what Pat would say to you, be honest. Put, look, I wasn't, I'm not quick, but individual skill, oh yeah, he can dribble past anybody, don't get me wrong. So there was that difference. If you're talking about Pat on the wee box, and I said that in the, the wee box, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why, in the box there, right? And you give any defender, say he was going to come tackle him, I don't, I'd, I'd say Pat's going to have well, 90% of that. He'd, he'd dribble past the two of them and they'd get that ball across. If not, and try to take a striker goal. Whereas Pedro was quick. Mm. He's quick he's rapid, and he'll yeah. get that ball across. So there was difference. Both teams, well, I'll, I'll give him that, to be honest, but I'll give Pat a little bit more. Yeah, sh- we're not I'll talking about the defence, are we? That's, the, that's an interesting well, thing because when you think, the, I mean, the, the remarkable thing is that for the first time since the, the double season, we've kept five consecutive Premier League clean sheets. Mm. You know, that's a long time ago. And... We're not even talking about how well the defence is, is playing and how yeah. whatever they're doing coaching-wise. You know, David Luiz, uh, do you hear oh, any criticism we, of him at the, at the moment? You don't, did didn't we, when we well, took yeah, him back? Yeah, we thought, you know, mm, lots of Chelsea we fans were thinking, oh, well, we know what we'll get, the, the good and the bad. The mistakes. So far, it's all been good. We haven't oh, yeah, seen that. And, and we know the criticism that Gary Cahill got. You know, I mean, look, I'm sure a lot of people in this room follow me on Twitter. I get, yeah. I get exercised about it, you know, about the way that we're very short-term criticism of individual player blaming. I get very cross about it because, you know, it's a cliche. You know, form is temporary, class is permanent. Mm. We know Gary Clay was a great, a great player. Well, right. We just needed to create Somebody some chemistry and create something, yeah. you know, to, to, give, to, give the, to give the back three but some this, balance, and it's worked yeah. really well. But the I, system means that they... That Gary Cahill doesn't find himself in those situations exactly. where he's not comfortable. No, but so I go back to what I was saying about Conte is looking at where their frailties and he's turning them around. He's he's avoiding those situations at the moment. We will come up against teams that will find yes. weaknesses and they will exploit. Yeah, I mean, look but at Tadic at with Sunderland. You know, I mean, yeah. he roasted Marcus Alonso and and you know, but he got himself sorted out. And there are bigger tests to come for that mm. defence. But again, I think it's interesting management that he sussed out how to get the best out of the players that he's got at the moment. And with Gary Cahill, I thought it was a really interesting thing that he made him captain. Mm. Especially when he did it, it was yeah. right at the time he was starting yeah, to get yeah, a load yeah. of flack. Yeah. And it was like saying, yeah. I don't care what you say about him. He hung his hat on him, didn't he? Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I think that changed him as a player. Um, and he's got them all working in such a way for each other 
It's very interesting. We'll have tougher days, but... I thought what was very interesting about Gary Cahill is he didn't just try out the line of, no, it doesn't affect me, I just get on with my job. He did say it affects me. I don't like the fans being yeah. on my back. Yeah, well, you know, I think he did, showed yeah. with his celebration, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. I think I think it's remarkable the, the turnaround in opinion on some players. You know, And, and I'm, I'm all for it as well. And I think this is when players need support. This is when they need your yeah. support. Not when they're banging in Champions yeah. League winners. When they're having a tough time. That's when the yeah. fans have got to get behind them. I truly believe that. What happens when Zuma comes back? When Zuma, Zuma's mm. been playing in the development team, you know, he's getting fitter, he's getting stronger, he gives us pace, he gives us strength. Does Cahill drop out then? What happens? Well, I, you can imagine that Conte would uh, play, give him, like he has with John Terry, minutes here and there when he mm. has the opportunity. But he's not going to break up a winning team, I don't think. I yeah. think that's... We Quite still seem to be linked with every centre-back in Europe. Well, that's the press, though, isn't it? And, and the point is, I think Conte will have his own ideas of what he's going to do. But I think, as we've seen with Pedro and William, if somebody gets injured or somebody drops out, then, yeah, we'll see Zuma step up. But he won't just change him over just because. Somebody will have to yeah. have done something wrong or got injured. But we will need to make changes in January because we have a squad that is set up for four-two-three-one, And mm. there are lots of... People who do not, they don't have the qualities to, to fit into the 3 4 3 formation. So there will be changes and they will be important if we're to sustain a, a challenge for a Champions League place and possibly the title. Do you think we'll be getting rid of quite a few players or do you think you'll keep I don't think it'll be quite a few, but I think there'll be, uh, you would imagine that there'll be maybe two, three. So, yeah, well, okay. In and out. What, coming so, in or because some people will, will want to go. Yeah. Because they're not, not playing the games and yeah, they, they can't see a future. F- for them and and then there are others where you think well we're a bit overloaded in and in, in kind of midfield mm. attacking midfielders who don't have maybe some of the qualities that you're looking for in the in the current system and then there are uh, a clear things where we, we we've identified where the the fullbacks um, perhaps we don't have people that can double up on those in those positions mm. as well. Yeah, listen, this is what Conte said. He said, it was a great game, a good performance. It's important for confidence to be top of the league. We have to continue as Everton is now in the past. The players deserve this because they show me great commitment and I can tell they're working very hard. The team is more balanced defensively, mm. but we don't lose our offensive situation. We're creating more chances to score yeah. goals. That kind of sums it up really, doesn't it? He's, yeah. and, and you know. Can we, ask, can we ask a question? Because people ask this after the Man U game. Did he try and humiliate Everton by clapping after the fifth goal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just doing what a manager Well, does. I don't think the club were very happy with Jose Mourinho after the, uh, his behaviour uh, at the end of that game. And How would you feel about a manager that, that, that kicks every ball for you as a player? If you were on that left-hand side... Ignore him. ...running past him and he was kicking Conte. every ball and telling you to do every single little thing, how do you feel about that as a player? He's watching me. Okay, yeah, that's he's definitely watching me. That's the encouragement and line. Candice, like can you do this? Candice, come in. Yeah, all right. And it's working. If it's working. What well, about when you're me. over the other side of the picture? You I can can't just ignore him. him. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a- I can't, ta- I can't even talk Italian. You know what I mean? Nah, it won't work. I'll stay to the left, don't get me wrong. But I, oh, I love the way enthusiasm is unbelievable. But he doesn't get on players' nerves? Oh, when... no, man. That's, oh, okay. oh, come on, man. You, you know, we saw Josie. Josie was that coolness, wasn't he? On the line. <laughs> Just guy, come on, I loved him. When I saw him, the, 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 was it the... Oh God, Commonwealth was it? Um, oh, the Euros. Euros, Euros sorry. Yeah. And the Italian side, I was like, "Ooh, is this the guy we're getting in?" Damn, 
again. Yeah. Oh, it might not last a little. <laughs> he is lasting, I'm telling you. Yeah, the, the boys have adjusted, and I love the way he's... Oh, he's got a song as well. Has he? Yeah, and that was quite a sweet, that was quite a sweet moment where... Uh, his assistant had to come over and tell him they're all singing about you mate yeah, the Antonio I don't know if people yeah. spotted that but he sort of turned around and sort of hastily clapped everyone he <laughs> was great but it was I was only winding you up mate they're not really <laughs> <laughs> it was the love story moment wasn't it actually yeah. it was when the crowd went you know what they didn't do it against Man U in that way that was just get that one out of the way but yeah. I thought it changed with Everton. There's suddenly something connecting yeah, going great. on between the fans and and the Antonio. Well, people like the style of football, the brand of football. That's exciting. That he's brought. You know, we Chelsea really suits Italian managers. Yeah, it's true. That's true. We we always have done. Can we win the league? Who knows? I don't really care if we do or we don't this year. What I've always wanted to see was a change. A change in yeah. the way Chelsea play. Yeah, the change the in formation. the way we deal with yeah. everything. Yeah, and a change in the way our manager is. And we've got that already. So we might have ups, we might have downs this season. It doesn't matter. There is finally a transition going on. There's finally an evolution going on. And I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, but you asked that, that question. Do you think we can win the league? I do, yeah. Yeah, I look at the other teams. But I do, yeah. I, 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 I look at the other teams around. Look, I've, I've always said, and I've been doing this podcast six, seven years now, and I say it every season. It's the we still can't get rid of you. It's. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's the draws that kill you. Yeah, and I just see a lot. Tottenham. I just see a lot of draws but out there from other teams. It, yeah, Tottenham I Arsenal yesterday. Tottenham, so was it five draws? Donkey. Tottenham. I had this guy then supporting the Tottenham, and they're coming up. Can we're going to win it this year? I said, Are you for real? <laughs> No, I said, what do you want? I said, come on, man, look at it. Don't get me wrong, five draws, that's all good. But trust me, this Tottenham that you think, and I love the way the football's played at Tottenham, but by half, by halfway through the season, you'll die. You yeah. always die. Don't get me wrong. But, Don't um, get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's soon adjusted to win. Anyway. But um, looking at it, the teams, as you said, um, I'd love to. I do want Chelsea to win. But who else can win? Liverpool. The, the, who else well. can win it? That's the, that's what, the question. What does it mean? Liverpool? Because to win the Premier League, you have one. to be like, a bit like the Grand National. Yeah. Sometimes the it's, last it's horse a running not a is, yeah. is the one that wins it. And I think that's it. I think you're absolutely right. I think Liverpool look brilliant at the moment. They're a, they're a, you know, a real mercurial team. They look yeah. like they can batter teams. Poor defence. Five, six. But they haven't got a great defence. And I don't think they've got the legs to last the whole season. Arsenal, we know they're just going to fade as, the, as the, the season, season goes on. Yeah, yeah. Manchester, United are, Manchester United are a basket case. <laughs> I mean, it's through the looking glass with Manchester United, isn't it? I mean, one minute they're going to be brilliant, the next minute they're just going to be horrific. And then Man City. And then Man City. Man City just look, I don't, don't want it enough. They just yeah, don't want every it time. enough. You know, it just There's looks like... There's a question like, there, Man City. All of, you know, we've had issues, obviously, um, some of the results we've had against some of the... The, the other contenders but there seems to be with Guardiola and Aguero there's something not going on you know something not quite right there he doesn't quite fancy uh, one of the best strikers in the Premier League mm. they look like they can and do it they've got no one else that can play in that role they that's look a like, serious no, issue for they them. look like they can do it in their sleep but they don't they don't do it they yeah. don't do it they just, just don't turn up and just to make every, every other club happy Yaya Toure wants to play for them again <laughs> Well, he said sorry, but his agent hasn't, right? You know, he said sorry for his agent, but not actually sorry for what he's sorry for. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a very confusing one. But, um, no, I, I, think, I think we're in with a shout. Um, it's just so early, you know. 
we've got things moving and yeah. now we're actually going somewhere so let's see what's happening. I like being the dark horse I, li- I like being the, the team that people have suddenly turned better around better than now being and, a little horse isn't well it? better than being <laughs> better than being a little horse and better being outright favourites you know I mean I think that it's it's nice to be 10 games in people turning around going hang on a minute hang on a minute they could do yeah. this um, and, and because what that creates is a bit of a fear factor and we haven't had a fear factor a about while. us for you know since we yeah. won the league a few yeah. years ago so yeah. last year no fear factor people were coming and roll us over I think people particularly come into the bridge now are thinking this is going to be a tough afternoon well, we've, you know? we've got Stamford Bridge back as a, as a place which people go oh god what day are we going there do you like the fireworks do you like the dimming of the lights and the NFL everyone around me I, yeah I do <laughs> I like it I, I think it's atmospheric who likes it do we like it or not like it yeah. it's good yeah I like it <laughs> yeah. yeah I was still in a pub oh there you go oh. hey listen you know I love a stat right oh yes okay my favourite stat of the weekend and it's a rich. we got a, an hour it's just a really Keep basic back. stat Chelsea 21 shots, nine on target. Mm. Everton, yeah. one shot, none on target. Love that. It's a, that's the thing about this defence I was saying earlier. Not only uh, a team's not landing a punch on us, but they're barely getting a swing at us. Yeah. That's the, the remarkable thing of Romelu Lukaku. last five batches. Romelu Lukaku. He was Isolated. up for it when he came out of the tunnel and then he wasn't. Yeah. He just disappeared. I don't think he... He didn't do anything wrong. He just no, couldn't get the just, ball to him. No, I mean... It, it, couldn't get the ball to him. No. The supply was cut off, wasn't it? didn't think he played bad. He, he, no, he, he fought, right. he held the ball right. Don't get me wrong, but he couldn't do nothing much more than after that. I'll have to look up the stats, see how many attacking midfielders are, are substituted against us in the last uh, five games, because that's... So many of the strikers seem isolated, like Lukaku was. Yeah. And you wonder whether that's... We're just strangling them in those, in those positions, so the supply... Interestingly, against Southampton, I thought they actually did OK moving forward because we sat back a little bit. Charlie Austin got a lot of the ball. Tadic was getting the ball. I mean, it just felt like they, had, they were playing in and around. What they didn't have was any they penetration. They didn't create chances. No, but, the they, but they had point. a lot of the ball around their 18-yard box. But it's interesting you talk about strikers being isolated. That was our problem last year. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't And earlier this striker. year. Couldn't get yeah, and earlier this year. Yeah, exactly. And he, he's worked that all out. So... I suppose we should talk about the upcoming game. Well, after. can I talk? Just talk about the youth and the. Uh, but first, just quickly talk yeah, about course, some okay. of the stuff that's going on. So, the development squad haven't played since our last broadcast, but they're at home to Oxford United at the Bridge tomorrow night uh, mm. in the EFL Trophy. So, if you want to go to that, tickets are available. I think they're five pounds for adults, three pounds for kids. The under 18s had a comfortable three-one away win against Brighton and Hove Albion on Friday. Goals from Martel Taylor Crossdale. He's in a bit of form at the moment. Uh, Richard Narty. Callum Hudson, uh, I saw the Blues move to the top of the under-18s Premier League South table ahead of West Ham and Arsenal in second and third respectively. And the ladies finished their season yesterday with a 3-1 win over Notts County with goals from Enia Luko, Jison Yun and Bethany England. They finished second in the league behind Manchester City. Sorry, ladies. And also Enia Luko's uh, got South a golden coast. boot. What they call the... Um South Coast, South Coast League now is that what they call it? The under 18s It's the Premier. It's the Premier League South. Under 18s Premier League South. I okay. think they call it, don't they? So yeah. What's the reserves then? What are they playing? The development, development squad. It changes every year. Yeah. It's the development. De- the development squad. It's called. Damn. It was the under 23s Premier League two, two, I think. They and they, and yeah. Premier League two. Yeah. Oh. But it, I think well, the development squad allows you allows you to yeah. bring people like Marco van Hinkle and Zuma and players. More like the old reserve games we used to play. So, so yeah. I suppose we, we've got the international break coming up. Is that <laughs> A, boring? <laughs> um, <laughs> B, you know, we've got the thriller of England-Scotland. I hate the international Scotland. break. Um, yes. Well, Is that who you like, Scotland? 
Do we think it'll upset the the, the um, momentum that we got having a, a week or so? It's going to upset everybody's momentum. So I think everybody's the same. Rick's shaking his head. You don't uh, think I'd, so? I'd, I'd, uh, obviously, I think it does. Uh, you you know they're flying all over the world, and you hope they come back fit, they don't get injured, and things like that. Yeah. But I think what we've seen is the benefit of the Contenis coaches working with the players to embed the system into their into their heads. Not everyone is going to go away. There'll be others that he can work with in this uh, next 10 days or so before all the others come back. And I think this is a coaching, this is a proper coach. And I think the longer he has with the players without matches, I think the better they're going to become. I think, I think you're right. And I think also the ones who aren't on international duty will get the benefit of exactly. Conte time. Yeah. You know, I think you'll work and with them. And they can adapt. And, you yeah. know. How much has not been in Europe this year been a factor? Huge, yeah. I think. If, if they get their feet up for a week or three sessions of running around, I don't know what, but it seems to be doing them some good at the moment. So, yeah, I'd say it, it must be working. I mean, uh, Liverpool as well, don't forget, they're, they're yeah. out of it. And uh, they're top of the league. Well, no, the I think none of the teams that play in the Champions League won, did they, on, at the weekend? No, I mean, Man United. It does have an effect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Particularly if, you're, you know, if you have... Uh, like Man United, if you're struggling to find a formula. Jose, I mean, just to divert onto him, I, I just feel that he should have taken a sabbatical of a year. He should have thought, he should have examined uh, the coming way of coaching, new ideas, new thinking. Which is what uh, Guardiola did, isn't he's it? He's just doing exactly yeah. the same thing that he did, right. he did with us. And as Canner said earlier, people have sussed it out. They know That's that when right. he's chasing the game he's going to take mm. a full back off and throw the big bloke up front he needs some fresh thinking well all I can say is long may he gnaws it up at man absolutely <laughs> absolutely but, um, so I suppose we should get to the um, part of the show where we talk about predictions and what we think about the Middlesbrough game so Middlesbrough that's the next game. Sunday the 20th 4pm <laughs> kickoff. Tough game up at up at the. Uh, up in the are you place. going Andy you normally like a ridiculous away day I, I, don't, I don't go I don't go uh, north of the wall Okay. <laughs> Adrian's wall or Trump's yeah. wall <laughs> Win, winter's, winter's coming um, it's uh, no it's, it's uh, I, I don't know actually I might do, do you think, I might do you yeah. think it'd be a tough game I think I, I, I think it's always a tough game up at those northeast clubs, and they're on I a think run. They are on a bit of a run. Um, well, listen, one, I, nil, one all with I, Man City, but that's um, a run. Yeah, I um, I always I counsel against complacency. That's all I'm saying. I think they've got a very poor defence. I've got to say, yeah. uh, which I think we can hurt. But oh, listen, got, I think we're going to win eight nil. Uh, they've got pace <laughs> up front, haven't they? Um, Don't start using yeah, my right. predictions. <laughs> <laughs> that's just half time I, 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 listen I, I, let's not get ahead of ourselves I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with 2-0 for, for Middlesbrough I think it'll be a professional win I don't think it'll be a rip-roaring you know we're not going to eviscerate them like we did Everton ok Rick um, I, I think we'll win to nil but I don't know how how many we'll get technically that's, no that's we not a, a prediction we, we need a number isn't it no <laughs> you mean the scoreline yeah the scoreline that's line. different ok, okay. Um, I'll go 3-0 three 3-0 nil. Three nil. Paul yeah, I went. I went with that. I went three 0 I hate when you can't. You can't I've taken it. All right, you all right. Can't Flex. <laughs> um, I hate any team scoring against us. Um, I hate it. So, um, uh, no, I do. Because I think when they score, and we kind of sit back and like sit them, and then they score next. So, because you put three, you put two. I'm going with a four. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Because I'm thinking goals. <laughs> Gonna there's go with the goals, o- man. There's only one way I can go. <laughs> <laughs> 
As we started the show with it, I'm going to end with it. One, two, one, two, three. One, two, three, four. Five nil. This has been the Tells Podcast. I'd like to thank you all for being here tonight. It's been really good fun. Thank you very much to Andy Saunders. Thank you. Thank you very much to Rick Glanville. And a special warm round of applause to King Canners, Paul Cannaville. Thank you. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for The Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.